Happy Thanksgiving to my favorite Orioles fans and baseball fans. Before I start, I just want to say I'm thankful to every guest I've had on here in the past year and for Brandon Hyde and Mike Elias for their masterclass work. I have so many more thank yous to my family and friends too. Also, if you didn't know, the Texas Rangers would win the 2023 World Series as they would be your World Series champions. With the end of the season arriving real fast, the awards have came out and now we can look into the 2024 season and predict what teams will do going into next season. With that, how about we go into this week's Trivia of the Week. The trivia question for this week is, what street was Memorial Stadium located on? A, Utah Street. B, Ravens Rock. C, 33rd. D, Calvert Street. This should be an easy one, guys. You should, you should be able to get this one. Um, as you know, I will give the answer at the end of the podcast, so stay tuned. In this Thanksgiving Day podcast, we will talk about the end of the year awards, new MLB managers, free agency and deals, the A's moving, Orioles news, and finally, I have like a little Black Friday trade segment that I decided to do. And when it comes to that, um, I do have a special guest on later in the episode, so stay tuned for that too. So I talk about in the opening how there's going to be special guests, talk about the O's a little more, Yankees, whatever, all that type of stuff, um, and the A's. But that's going to be in a podcast hopefully next week because I had another segment and we recorded it, but it just would not load into Spotify Podcasters, the app I use. So I'm just going to make another segment, and that's going to be – and it's it's a long segment. So it's going to be a good, hopefully, 30, 45 minutes at most. Um, and that's just going to be another episode I'm going to have, hopefully, come out next week. Um, thank you guys for bearing with me. Um, and, yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. This episode is basically about all the awards and the end of the season. So enjoy. So before we go on to the awards and all, um, let's get into announcing the 2023 playoff awards if you guys don't already know or haven't heard about them. Uh, if you have, you can always skip this part. Feel free. These awards include the American League Championship Series MVP, National League Ch- Championship Series MVP, and finally World Series MVP. As we know, the Texas Rangers would beat the Houston Astros in seven games in the ALCS. The ALCS MVP would make a huge impact in this series as he would go 10 for 28, which doesn't sound bad, but, you know, but that's a 357 average with five home runs, 15 RBIs, and seven runs scored. The ALCS MVP would even have a home run in the last four games of the series. Mind-blowing fact right there. Your 2023 ALCS MVP is none other than... Adolis Garcia. Huge congrats to him. Uh, so let's move on to the National League. The Diamondbacks and Phillies would face off in the NLCS, and that would go to seven games too. The Diamondbacks would win game six and seven in Philly and clinch their ticket to the World Series. Again, credit to them winning game six and seven in Philly. That's a really hard place to get a win. Um, Philly fans, one of the craziest fan bases when it comes to baseball playoffs. The Diamondbacks hitter... Uh, who was the NLCS MVP, would hit for a 357 average, 12 for 31, four doubles, a triple, three RBIs, and two runs scored. Your 2023 NLCS MVP would be none other than, drumroll please, Cattell Marte. Now that I covered the ALCS and NLCS MVP, I can go into the World Series MVP. The Rangers would win the World Series in five games, 
And in Game 3, Adolis Garcia would get injured, allowing him not to play the rest of the season or series. Um, this would open the door for the World Series MVP. Uh, and I don't think Garcia would have won the award anyway because the MVP really did deserve this award. The Ranger that would win this World Series MVP would have a 286, six hits, three home runs, six RBIs, and six runs scored in five games. This would clinch this Ranger's second World Series MVP, and it was none other than Corey Seager. The other time that Corey Seager would win the World Series MVP was in 2020 with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Before we move into the season awards here, I just want to say, like, I am so proud of myself because I literally have done this podcast for a whole season um, from beginning to end. Uh, I'm basically now that the World Series is over, I basically did that. Uh, of course, I'm going to keep putting on podcasts, whatever. Um, but I, I'm just really proud of myself and I find that so cool. Now, let's move into the season awards as we just wrapped up the playoff awards. I want to start with the executive of the year. The award goes to the best general manager in the MLB. We already know who that is, but, and personally, I think it wasn't even a race for the award. The winner of this award brought his team into the playoffs. As the last time this team was in the playoffs was 2016, this executive worked with a low budget and helped this team to the number one seed in the American League. The executive of the year award goes to Orioles general manager Mike Elias. Congrats to Magic Mike, baby. And an Oriole is an O's fan. Dude, I was already slurring on my words over here. Dude, I, I was so excited, man. Like, oh my God, let's go. The O's are back. Baltimore baseball is back. Best baseball team in the DMV. You know what? Catch me at Camden next season when we win the World Series. Okay. Y'all also may be like, why is like, he not editing like the slurred words or like the words he slurred over? I mean, it just shows my excitement for my team as an O's fan. So that's why. Again, thank you to Magic Mike. We love you, Mike. Birdland loves you. Everyone loves you, Mike. Best GM in the league, no doubt. Easy votes. Um, I don't even know if it was unanimous, but it should have been unanimous. Um, But the next two awards that I want to talk about is two other solo awards. The first one is the Roberto Clemente, and the second one is the Heart and Hustle Award. The award of the Roberto Clemente goes to the player that best represents the game of baseball through extraordinary character, community involvement, and philanthropy, both on and off the field. Every team has a participant for the Roberto Clemente Award. The Orioles candidate would be Kyle Gibson, and this would be his third ever nomination. Even though Kyle Gibson didn't win it, Gibson's charity work and passion on and off the field was a sight to be seen. But let's talk about the winner of the Roberto Clemente Award. This player was the Yankees candidate and would be Aaron Judge. Boo! Not a bad guy. I mean, well, Judge is a good guy, but like, come on. like When he destroys the Orioles, like, come on. Judge has his own campaign that is called Hashtag All Rise Foundation. This charity supports the youth in New York and in California's Fresno and San Joaquin counties. Almost I said countries, what the heck. <laughs> the foundation inspires children and youth to become responsible citizens by engaging them in activities that encourage them to reach unlimited possibilities. Congrats to Aaron Judge on winning the Roberto Clemente Award, and I can't wait to see 
all the other progress and stuff that you do with your charity. Before we go on to the next award, um, the Heart and Hustle Award, I even know this was an award. So, yeah. Uh, I felt kind of like, not embarrassed, but I, I really didn't know this was an award. The Heart and Hustle Award goes to an active player who demonstrates a passion for the game of baseball and best embodies the value, spirit, and traditions of the game. Just like the Roberto Clemente Award, each team gets a candidate selected by committees of the MLB. This year's Orioles nominee would be left fielder Anthony Santander. I didn't know that until I looked that up. <laughs> the winner of this award would be second baseman Marcus Simeon from the Texas Rangers. Congrats to Marcus Simeon on winning the Heart and Hustle Award. Let's move on to another award here. And this award is actually more than one person. Um, it's one person per league. This award is the Rookie of the Year Award. The Rookie of the Year Award is awarded to the best rookie in the American League and National League. I was really stoked about the American and National League Rookie of the Year. The Rookie of the Year is also a regular season award. So when people complain that Josh Jung didn't win, it's clear why. Anyways, the American League Rookie of the Year put up a 255 average, 28 home runs, 82 RBIs, and an on-base percentage of 325. The American League Rookie of the Year would also have a war of 6.2, according to Baseball Reference. The AL Rookie of the Year is your Orioles rookie, Gunner Henderson. I was really hyped about this uh, as an O's fan. Congrats, Gunner, and I can't wait to watch more highlights in the future years to come. For the NL Rookie of the Year, for y'all that follow me on my Instagram at Boom Boom Birdland, y'all know I'm obsessed with this guy. So if you don't know who it is already, I guess that means you just gotta follow me on Instagram. But anyway, I will go over it. Uh, this player would have a 285 batting average, 25 home runs, 76 ribbies or RBIs, and an impressive 54 stolen bases. The NL Rookies War would be 5.4 and also got to play in the 2023 World Series. It would have been cool though, like if you could have won the Rookie of the Year and a World Series champ, like I don't know. But, of course, the Rangers would win. Um, I mean, I just think that would be so cool. But the NL Rookie of the Year was none other than Diamondbacks, Corbin, Carroll. Next award that I will cover is the Manager of the Year Award. This award goes to the best skipper or manager, whatever you want to call the coach. <laughs> Again, this award is a regular season award, not a playoff award. That's one reason that Bruce Bochy from the Rangers wouldn't win it, if you think about it. Bochy and the Rangers were leading the American League West going into the final weeks of the season and blew the lead in the West. The Rangers did almost miss the playoffs too, so I feel like they had to put that into play. Anyway, the American League Manager of the Year led his team to 101 wins and the number one seed in the American League. The AL Manager of the Year is none other than Brandon Hyde. Woohoo! Again, as an O's fan, ecstatic um and if you didn't see my podcast instagram story when he won i screamed let's go yeah i mean like dude it's hype hide um elias uh gunner like dude our team is gonna be so good like i've been dreaming about this for the past few years like oh my god i am so excited uh and, and you can tell so let's go on to the National League side of the Manager of the Year. So we all know the AL Manager of the Year 
So let me announce to you the NL Manager of the Year. The National League Manager of the Year was also a former outfitter and second baseman on the St. Louis Cardinals. This manager led his team to an 84-win season and the fifth seat in the National League. The last time this team made the playoffs was 2020. So your NL Manager of the Year is Skip Shoemaker. For a skipper, what a name. His parents must have known he was going to be a coach after naming him Skip. Congrats to a former player and now manager, Skip Shoemaker. Next award I'm going to talk about is the Cy Young Award. Cy Young was one of the greatest pitchers of all time, if not the best. This award goes to the best pitcher in each league, starting with the American League. Again, this Cy Young Award winner would have a 15-4 record with an ERA of 263, 222 strikeouts, and first in a whip with 0.98. This Cy Young winner would be Yankees ace Garrett Cole. Congrats to Cole on an amazing season. For the National League Cy Young winner, they would come out of the NL West. And no, it wouldn't be Clayton Kershaw. This pitcher would have a record of 14-9 with an ERA of 225, um, which would be first in the league. Then, this pitcher would also be tied for third in strikeouts with 234 and a 1.19 whip. This pitcher is San Diego Padres ace, Blake Snell. The next award that I will discuss is the last two-person award, one for each league, I mean. After that, I'm going to read off names for the AL and NL Silver Sluggers and the Gold Glove winners. Once I finish that, we will hit the last leg of the podcast with my guest and other stuff happening around the league. For the AL and NL MVP, if you watch a lot of baseball, you can probably easily guess who won. In the American League, the MVP wouldn't even have to play the whole season as he got injured. Personally, I think this is because he is just a beyond amazing player. When you are hitting and pitching, you easily win this award. I don't think I even need to explain the stats, but I will. The AL MVP would have an average of 304, 44 home runs, 95 RBIs, and was first place with OPS with 1.066. And remember, he didn't even play the whole season. The AL MVP is Shohei Otani. Otani is a beast and just an amazing player. This season, I got to see him pitch and hit a home run. He is a player that is a generational talent, and I am so lucky and thankful to watch this guy play baseball. Now, for the NL MVP, he would make baseball history as he was the first ever player to hit 40-plus home runs and 70-plus stolen bases. He would end up with 41 homers and a really impressive 73 stolen bags. The NL MVP would have the second-best average, too, with an average of 337. Without further ado, your NL MVP is... Atlanta Braves, Ronald Acuna Jr. Congrats to Acuna on an amazing season and can't wait to watch you play in real life next season as you're going to be playing at Camden. Now what I'm going to do is just name off the AL and NL Silver Slugger Awards. So I'm going to start with the AL. So I'll announce the position, player name, and then the team that players on. So let's go from there. And for the AL Silver Slugger Awards, we have catcher Adley Rutschman. From the Baltimore Orioles. First baseman, Yandy Diaz, Tampa Bay Rays. Second baseman, Marcus Simeon, Texas Rangers. Third baseman, Rafael Devers, Boston Red Sox. Shortstop, Corey Seager, Texas Rangers. Left field, Lewis Robert Jr., Chicago White Sox. Center field, Julio Rodriguez, Seattle Mariners. I think Cedric, if he didn't get injured, could have won that. 
Right field, Kyle Tucker, Houston Astros. Designated hitter, Shohei Otani, Los Angeles Angels. Utility, Gunnar Henderson, Baltimore Orioles. And then the AL Silver Slugger Team Award went to the Texas Rangers. Now, how about your NL Silver Slugger Awards? Let's start with catcher, William Contreras, Chicago Cubs. First baseman, Matt Olson, Atlanta Braves. Second baseman, Louis Arrays, Miami Marlins. Third baseman, Austin Riley, Atlanta Braves. Shortstop, Francisco Lindor, New York Mets. Left fielder, Ronald Acuna Jr., Atlanta Braves. Center fielder, Mookie Betts, Los Angeles Dodgers. Right fielder, Juan Soto, San Diego Padres. Designated hitter, Bryce Harper, Philadelphia Phillies. Utility, Cody Ballinger, Chicago Cubs. And the team that would win the Silver Slugger Award in the National League was the Atlanta Braves. The way that I'll announce the Gold Glove Awards is the same way they announced the Silver Slugger Awards. So starting with the American League, we got catcher, Jonah Heim, Texas Rangers. First baseman, Nathaniel Lowe, Texas Rangers. Second baseman, Andres Jimenez, Cleveland Guardians. Third baseman, Matt Chapman, Toronto Blue Jays. Shortstop, Anthony Volpe, New York Yankees. Left fielder, Stephen Kwan, Cleveland Guardians. Center fielder, Kevin Kiermeyer, Toronto Blue Jays. Right fielder, Adolis Garcia, Texas Rangers. Pitcher, Jose Barrios, Toronto Blue Jays. And finally, utility, Marcio Dubon, Houston Astros. Now, let's move on to the National League Golden Glove winners. Let's start with the catcher, Gabriel Moreno, Arizona Diamondbacks. First base, Christian Walker, Arizona Diamondbacks. Second base, Nico Horner, Chicago Cubs. Third base, Key Brian Hayes, Pittsburgh Pirates. Shortstop, Dansby Swanson, Chicago Cubs. Left fielder, Ian Happ, Chicago Cubs. Center fielder, Brenton Doyle, Colorado Rockies. Right fielder, Fernando Tatis Jr., San Diego Padres. Pitcher, Zach Wheeler, Philadelphia Phillies. Utility, Hassan Kim, San Diego Padres. Hey guys, I wanted to thank you for coming along with me this season and following the Orioles and other baseball updates. I know that you can listen to another podcast, but you chose mine, and that makes me so grateful. With finals coming up around the corner for college, the next time I'm thinking of releasing a podcast is around winter meetings. I mean, that seems fair. Winter meetings ends the 7th of December, so around the 10th, hopefully, I can have an episode out. Of course, I do have finals around that time, too. So sometime around the 10th, I'll get an episode out. With that, let's go into this week's Trivia of the Week. I ask, what street was Memorial Stadium located on? A, Utah Street, B, Raven's Walk, C, 33rd Street, D, Calvert Street. The street that Memorial Stadium was located on was C, 33rd Street. And fun fact, I played high school basketball where the old Memorial Stadium was. It is now a YMCA. With that, I hope everyone enjoys their Thanksgiving and time with their family. If you're a college student, enjoy your break and get ready for finals. And also, enjoy your Black Friday shopping. Go buy something for yourself. I'll see you guys soon, and as always, go O's!